David Essel alive, helping you to feel more alive in every area of your life, celebrating 22 years on the air. Welcome aboard, gang, broadcasting live on a Studio E in Los Angeles, California, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. So glad that you're here. XM, Satellite Radio 246, and streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. Proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network, and really proud with all the options you have in the world on a Saturday night that you're choosing to spend some of your time with us. And don't forget, if you missed the show, coming up in just a few minutes, Keith Mitchell, former NFL great pro bowler, linebacker, the New Orleans Saints, and more. If you missed the interview with Keith, or you want to hear it again, or you missed the interview with Thomas Pope last hour or the first hour, Dr. Joe Dispenza, all of our shows are archived. So all you have to do is go to talkdavid.com. Let your friends know as well. Go to talkdavid.com, and you can listen to the archives whenever you want. And also, don't forget, in a week, if you want to learn the secrets to mastering your own life, to moving ahead, our Life Coach certification is June 1st and 2nd, and you can take it from the comfort of your home via Skype from anywhere around the world. We've had people from, well, as far away as Spain. As a matter of fact, I'm teaching a certification on public speaking right now, and one of our classmates is from Spain, and she's there every Monday, baby. (laughs) I love Skype. I think it's absolutely great. So if you want to learn how to master your own life, our Life Coach Certification Weekend next Saturday, June 1st, Sunday, June 2nd, do it via Skype. All the information at talkdavid.com. So several weeks ago, the news came out, Jason Collins, NBA basketball player, decides to share the world, come out of the closet, decides to share with the world that he is gay. And the response, some say is absolutely shocking. Others people said it's just because it's 2013, is supportive. The NBA supports his coming out. We don't know what's going to happen when he goes into um, arenas other than Washington. If he resigns with Washington uh, next year, we don't know what the fan base is going to be like. But uh, professionals, people that we've had on the t- on on the air, uh, have supported him. And I wanted to find out Keith Mitchell, former NFL linebacker, what his thoughts were on this very topic. Keith, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, David. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about this? Do you would the NFL as as a former NFL linebacker of all things would would the NFL players accept a Jason Collins as the NBA has Keith? What do you think? Well, I, I don't think it's so much apples to apples in a sense. Um, the NBA to the NFL, there's a different type of mentality. Uh, mm-hmm. You know the physicality that's involved with playing pro football to playing pro basketball. It's just a different perception. It's more of a of more military type base, if you will. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's more tough know, guy. That kind of that kind of concept. Uh, yeah, is is kind of normal in in football, I guess. But it's just you know in in the game of football, it seems like everyone's coming from more of a military type. Uh, perspective and everyone in the locker room has to be in alignment with one another. No, yeah. no excess characters and things like that. So to accept someone like Jason Collins would probably be a process. Uh, mm. It will initially be a process, I'm sure. But, but Keith, 
Would it be safe to say that there's absolutely 100% certainty that there are gay football players right now in the NFL? Oh, I would. I, I could only imagine it. It's, it's, it has to be. I mean, right. uh, it's just such a norm right now. So, sure, why not? Yeah. Right, why not? So let me ask you this. If you were playing and you were playing with, with you know, a, a just a kick-ass football player, just a mean-ass, knock him down, pick him up, knock him down again football player, and you've been playing with them for, let's say, three years. You're, I'm just going to paint the picture. You're in New Orleans. The first three years, you have the utmost awe and respect for this guy who's just a badass. And on the fourth year, he announces to the team that he's gay. What do you think your response would have been? Well, my personal response would be, you know, when you're on the field, the lights are on, it really doesn't matter at that mm-hmm. point. You know, I think, you know, sports have kind of broke the barriers of racism in the past. We've read books, we've seen movies, we've heard all sorts of tales of stories. The reality is when a person is doing their job, you know, and that's what you're depending on, that really becomes all that matters. I, I think the bond that's created through sports goes, goes way beyond the boundaries that's kind of set through the normal uh, conditioning of society. So I think um, the fact that someone you know, chooses the lifestyle of being gay, I mean, at that point, uh, it really is insignificant, really, in, in my opinion, at that time. So, so you you think that if if this were you and there was a, a, a you had played with a guy for three years and then he came out gay, do you think that when you were playing it would would have it never it wouldn't have had any kind of register in your brain as being weird or different or holy crap and the guy's locker's right next to mine? Well, I mean, after they've kind of cleared the media to have men, women, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, doing right? interviews after the game, I mean, <laughs> <Right>. kind of. <laughs> We've kind of gotten over that whole taboo of being naked around, you know, strangers, so to speak, at that point. So it really wouldn't matter at that point about that, per se. But what I, what I would say is a player coming in from the beginning, like a new kid straight out of college, you know, hadn't proven himself. Now, yeah. I, I can only expect a little bit of scrutiny of, like, looking at this guy, like, you know, can he pull his weight, uh, you know, what kind of um, – you know, excess uh, drama he he would bring to the locker room, things like that. I'm sure you know that would be you know kind of looked upon, or a player would be looked upon in that regards, some some form of fashion at least. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think you're right, Keith. That that's an interesting point. You, you, it doesn't matter what draft pick they're at, what number number one, number whatever. If if a kid comes out of college and he hadn't proven himself and he hadn't established himself, and all of a sudden he were to announce he's gay. I, you know what? I, personally, I, and I've never played football, Keith, but I would say that that would be an absolute challenge. Yeah, I, I can only imagine that. But you know, going back to Jason Collins, though, I, 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 I you know, as a player, as a, as an athlete, I look at him. I, I support his decision to be who he wants to be. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have, because I am a, 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 you know, a thinker. You know, I think outside the box. I, I do look at the situation a little different though because you know we you know it's interesting enough uh the, the the individual that his you know he was uh engaged to is a friend of mine and really you know, out, yeah it's carolyn moose uh out of stanford basketball okay. player uh yeah. and she came out and you know and you know a lot of the media kind of got uh to her and she she spoke a lot about the, her relationship with her fiance 
uh, Jason and, and, and such. But the interesting thing that I that I take out of the whole perspective is I hadn't seen anyone who's said they were a lover, a male lover of Jason Collins. Right. You know, you you can have an idea that you're gay, but to solidify things, I would imagine you have to have a partner at some point, right? And I and yeah, I that would work. <laughs> I hadn't seen anyone come out of the closet and say, "Well, you know, this has been my partner for X, Y, you know, number of yeah. years." Or we met at this club, you know, the other night or last week or something like that. I just, you know, I'm, I'm just not. I don't see that yet. How about you? Yeah. I don't, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and you know, I wonder if if um, this, you know, if he ha- let's say he does have a, a male lover right now. I wonder if that person would want to keep it low so as not to gain the scrutiny of the rest of the world. Like, well, you know, do you know what I'm saying? I, I get it. Interesting enough. But at the same time, I mean, I would imagine, you know, you know, Jason's what? He's in his latter part of his career. Uh, yep. Toward 40. Um, you know, I would imagine, you know, he just didn't decide to be gay, you know, a month ago or two months ago. Right. right. Hey, Keith, I've got to ask you to hold that thought. we got to run to a quick break. Keith Mitchell, former NFL linebacker, New Orleans Saints, and several other teams, all pro bowler. We're going to have Keith come back and talk more about this in just a moment. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. More information on Keith and all of our guests at talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Keep on growing, baby. David Essel Live will help you do just that as we talk about the topics of the day that are most relevant and important to discuss to keep your mind open, to keep you growing in every area of life. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Uh, talking right now with former NFL great, all-pro bowl NFL linebacker, New Orleans and more, Keith Mitchell. Keith, just when we left... We were talking about, I mean, you brought up an interesting point that, you know, if Jason Collins, or not if, but Jason Collins is gay, and but his lover hadn't come out. Um, if he does come out, do you think that whoever his partner is would go through a lot worse scrutiny than what Jason has gone through? I don't think so, because the pressure is not on him. Uh, you know, and and I would imagine just like anyone, and they wouldn't. I wouldn't think at, at this point of Jason's life, you know, what he is. Uh, he just broke off the engagement. I would imagine he would have multiple partners as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So well, and you, so I don't and something else. Be, go ahead. Sorry. No, you, you you don't think the pressure would be on the lover? No, I don't think so. Yeah. You you had said something else, too, which was interesting. Jason is at the end of his pr- playing career. I'm sure he's got another year or two left. Um, I wonder if the NBA is going to monetize on this, right? I wonder if they're going to play this up in such a way that they get all the benefit, number one. Number two is, do you think, as switching back to football, do you think that a, a player comes out, and let's say his team accepts him, do you think that he would – face hell on wheels in opposing football stadiums? 
I, I totally believe that. Uh, I totally believe that. I, I think first, be, beyond the players in the locker room, I think the fans would, would crucify them. I mean, yeah. again, back yeah. to the movies of like, of like experiencing and, and seeing how racism and how the movies portrayed, you know, the color barrier happening through sports. Can you imagine something like on a masculine level, you know, the the brutality that footballs, you know, possess? Right. I mean, I'm like, I'll, my first thought, have you ever been to Oakland? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Oakland <Raider> fan? <laughs> right. That is such a great point, Keith. Oh, and listen, Keith, I, I, I have seen Oakland Raider female fans dress up and look meaner than the Cincinnati Bengal man fa- fans. <laughs> Totally, totally. And back to your point on Jason again. Again, you know, ninety percent chance he wouldn't get re-signed by the team he's with. Now coming out of the closet, the president's talking about him, and I guarantee you, to sell tickets, I think they'll probably sign him back. What do you What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I, I think so, and I think he's going to get a great raise. <laughs> I, I would believe that. Jersey sales will be out the roof, throughout the roof. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> hey, now now let me let me switch back to a somewhat of a serious topic here. Um, okay. One, one of the positive things that I see of Jason Collins coming out is for gay teens. Um, and maybe even gays in their 20s and 30s who who need to have the validation that who they are is okay. And to have a professional athlete, oh, my God, come out and say I'm gay, I think it could have a positive effect on gay teens, 20s, 30s, etc. What do you think about that? Well, again, because I'm a free thinker and I study a lot, especially the mind states of athletes, I have to go back to the, the, uh, the Bible of psychology, the DM5. And, and in 1974... Uh, to be gay was considered a mental disorder. Right and now, roll the clock up 45 years after that. Now it's a civil right, and you see it popping up in movies and, and music, and you know everything is kind of promoted to be in a sense gay. So I don't know. It's like I think it's a deeper situation that we're actually dealing with here. It's the concept of propaganda and how propaganda really plays a really important role of conditioning uh, our youth. And and do you see that as being negative, Keith? I don't see it being negative in a sense. You know, be what you but be what you feel you are. But right. uh, you know, just like a lot of people, you know, create these these eating disorders uh, and different things like that by seeing the portrayal of what they should look like physically, not just from mm-hmm. a skin tone, but from the, the aspect of what's sexy, what's 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 feasible, what what men want. To see in a mm-hmm. woman or a man, or a woman wants to see in a man. You know, we have these complexities when people perceive and see these types of images portrayed to them, or, or even the ideas. It kind of really encompasses a, more of an effect than we realize. Yeah, yeah. Overall, if we look at sports, we have um, basketball now with a gay player. We have football down the line probably, right? I mean, before someone would come out and actually admit it. Um, right. What, what, what's, and then we have a boxer. Um, who's the, the, Olympic, uh, the Olympic boxer who now turned pro? I forget his name. Um, a lightweight or a flyweight. He came out about six months ago as gay. And I could see that being accepted, Keith, because it's not a team sport. Right. You know, so he's pretty safe. He's not in a locker room with, you know, in football with 30, 40, 50 other guys, right? 
Right. What, what sports do you think a gay athlete would be safe in coming out in? We have diving, Greg Luganis from the Olympics. Yes. Um, what sports do you think that it's safer for, for, for guys to come out or women to come out as gay? Well, I would say more or less, the, you know, the, the sports are not so much, you know, it's, and it's crazy we're even having this type of talk. <laughs> but I think the sports, uh, the team sports, you know, more the individualized type sports would probably be the the, the least amount of, you know, uh, you know, grief that you could get from the peers or, or the media. But, you know, let's face it, the team sports, I mean, the locker rooms get kind of brutal. Uh, I yeah. went to Texas A&M, and, you know, I learned really early after coming from a small town outside of Dallas of, like, you know, how, you know, guys and, and people are. We spend so much time together, and you got people coming from different backgrounds, a lot of insensitivity, and, you know, a lot right. of egos. So a lot of things right. get expressed. <laughs> a lot of yeah. things get expressed, and, and, and due to the sensitivity of the of nature of certain things, I can only imagine right. that people would want to hide, you know, certain things, personal things like this. Right. You know, Keith, I played basketball in college and uh and and in in and I can remember in high school some, but definitely in college and I played at a large school is that and this is a many many years ago, but there was never a hesitation back then to make fun of any gay man on campus. Right. You know, it was filled with ridicule i would agree i mean you know like i said the, the insensitivity of some guys and where they're coming from you just yeah. never know what will come out of some of the guys mouth so yeah. so and, and that's just from being around each other so much you know you, you're going to speak freely you know uh you create these bonds yes but at the same time you know everything is competitive and everyone's looking for an edge and and things like that, and the higher on the totem pole that you get from high school, college, to pros of the competitiveness, and it, it becomes like a, an all-day ordeal with, with athletes and, and how we interact with each other. I guess that's why we don't really hang so much outside the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good point. <laughs> hey, hey, Keith, I have a question for you. Do you have a couple more minutes to hang with the show? Yes, of course. Okay, we're, we're going to go to break in about a minute, and when we come back, I want to talk, and ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't hear my first interview with Keith Mitchell, former NFL linebacker, about his paralyzation, the use of yoga to overcome his paralyzation, one of the tools he used, how he uses yoga today in his life to lead a life of balance and deepness as you hear him talk. I, Keith, I'd love to go back over and talk about some of that with you after this break. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Sounds great. Okay. I know it has such a huge impact. Yoga has had such a huge impact in your life in the past and in the present. Keith Mitchell, uh, former NFL linebacker, the Saints and several other teams, is going to return with us to talk about the benefits, the power of yoga, how it can radically transform your life as it has his. And I want to get this message out because many men push, push aside yoga as something not manly enough, not big enough. Well, we're talking to a former NFL linebacker, gangs. <laughs> Let's listen to him. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Show. More information at TalkDavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Yeah, you can be the greatest. You can be the best. You can be the King Kong banging on your chest. You can beat the world. You can beat the war. Dr. Guy go banging on his dog. 
can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock. Yeah. You can move a mountain, you can break rocks. You can be a master, don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself and you gon' find yourself. I love this song. You could be the greatest, you could be the best. There's so much we could all achieve if we were so willing to put our mind into it our attitude into it, and do the uncomfortable every day. Remember this, and we talk about this a lot in this program, but when you get into the habit of doing those things that you don't want to every day, what happens? They become the habit. So what we at first shun getting up early in the morning, or as we're going to talk with Keith Mitchell here, uh, we're going to switch topics with Keith and go into the power of yoga. You know, when you first start doing yoga, it might feel uncomfortable. Your body's not used to it. I take a, a, a private yoga session once a week, and it's phenomenal. But at first, my body's so revolted at Keith. Isn't that true? In the beginning, when you do something like this, your body wants to say, get out? <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's, it's the healing process. It's, it's all those things, feeling, things like that. It really makes you, actually allows you to see yourself and your true state. Mm. That is so true. You know, when when I remember I, I, I've only been I did yoga about 20 years ago, Keith, and I did it once a week and then I got out of it and I just started again probably about mm, maybe a month and a half ago. And in the beginning, that that inflexibility, my yoga instructor said to me, she said, David, be humble. The inflexibility in your body is the same flexibility in your mind. And then she started laughing. <laughs> and it's true, though, Keith. <laughs> totally true. Totally true. It's just truth. I mean, you know, it's amazing practice. Uh, the benefits of what yoga and meditation can do, you know, the healing that's necessary that, you know, a lot of times we don't acknowledge that that's needed for us. I mean, we just kind of continue to live our lives. Uh, it's like I, I, I like to compare it to injuries in a sense if you sprain an ankle and, and you never actually do the rehabilitation that it takes to heal from that, the ankle sprain, and you just continue to go on and on. You injure again, you, you, you not heal again, you, you injure again, and so forth. So you look up, you're, you know, like myself, 38 years old and six, seven degrees of separation from the original issue. And uh, yeah. the distortion of getting back to the, the first state is like going through all the scar tissue that we've kind of developed through conditioning and, and, and the insensitivity to ourselves. So it definitely plays a, a big part of, of uh, you know, looking at ourselves and just, yeah. and just taking time to just sit back and just, just observe without judgment, without good or bad, but just being, you know, that's, that's, that's the place I like to be. Yeah. We're speaking with Keith Mitchell, former NFL linebacker. And, Keith, take us to the moment of the hit and your paralyzation and the role yoga played in your healing. Take us through the hit and, and what it felt like to wake up or to acknowledge being paralyzed. Well, you know, I was in Jacksonville this time. It was more or less, you know, like, the, you know, I would say on more or less the decline of my career as well. Uh, you know, going when I was 33, I was – uh, you know, making a hit that I made a, a million times at this point. We were playing the Buffalo Bills. It was um, a Sunday game, first home game of the season. Uh, I believe the running back was Travis Henry. Uh, he was running an angle route, and I, I, I just wanted to demolish him, uh, not only because, you know, he's on the opposing team. I don't think I really cared for him as, as well off the field at that point either. <laughs> but uh, back to the match. <laughs> I love your transparency here, Keith. <laughs> well, yeah. but I mean, he's really a good guy in his own right. But um, you know, I, I went to 
I went to get into him. I, I led too much with my head, probably. Uh, nevertheless, the you know after the collision, you know I hit him, and I, I remember laying on the ground looking up at the sun. You know I thought, man, it's going to be a long day, and then I tried to to get off the ground, and you know all the intention of getting up, but my body was not responding. So uh, so I end up you know you know finding myself on the on the uh, on this on the field laid out for over an hour. You know at wow. this point they had turned. The, you know, a lot of the, the televisions had turned their games off and kind of, you know, spotlighted my situation. Um, but nevertheless, they finally got me off the field, and uh, that's where my actually my real journey began. Because in my process of trying to find my functionality, fi- trying to find my body awareness and all those types of things that we kind of take for granted, uh, I was in the position of having those taken away, and I had to regain. I had to search for healing. So... The, the the interesting thing with yoga and meditation, it it it, it focused me, it allowed me to tap into that uh, the healing modality that we were blessed with by the Creator, and that's uh, the breathing, the power of breath, the power of healing ourselves, blood flow, oxygen, things like that, really played a big instrumental part of my overall healing. And when when was it? How long after that? being paralyzed on the field, the game stops, hour goes by. How long was it, Keith, before you were introduced to using yoga as part of the rehabilitation process? Uh, probably two, three weeks after the fact. Um, mm. And, you know, we started first with meditation, meditation mm. and breathing. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful, uh, you know, for the, the person who introduced that to me. And, and mainly, it's so interesting because because it was a spinal cord injury and understanding how uh, we're just trying to understand, get our heads around the, the actual brain traumas, you know, type, type right. of skills that we're facing with now with the, the court case with the NFL and so forth with the players. Uh, yep. So a lot of information at that time was really, you know, unheard of, really. You know, it was really new. Um compared to where we are now in, in, in seeing uh, the, the situations with brain trauma. But nevertheless, um, we, we, we were taught meditation, and that was, that was the thing. I bought into it. I surrendered to the fact of this is where I am, but this is not where I want to be. Mm. And uh, I was going to grab to anything that was going to give me healing. And at that point, you know, I, I believe, you know, I believe in God. I still do. And I believe that, you know, and the power that God has given me to to heal myself. <laughs> so I believed in that as well. So uh, <laughs> right. I'm really thankful and grateful for the opportunity. And, you know, for men, let's go back to men, because, you know, as a race, we're pretty damn, or as a gender, I should say, Keith, we're pretty damn thick-headed when it comes to doing things that we don't perceive to be, quote-unquote, manly. And yet, Men who are listening right now, we're talking to a former NFL linebacker who's committed. You've committed a huge part of your life to yoga now, haven't you, Keith? Definitely. Actually, my whole life at this point, um, Mm. you know, because it's my goal to, you know, give it back to the NFL. Actually, it's so interesting. We start filming on June 12th, um, working a show for the NFL Network uh, dedicated to the yoga practice and meditation practice. Uh, it's so interesting. You know, we, we look at ourselves as, as this, as this uh, masculine being, but we fail to 
realize that we're 50% feminine as well. And a lot of times we go through our lives uh, denouncing 50% of who we are. But what if what if we embrace the the other 50% that we spend so much of our lives denouncing? And then mm. imagine how strong, even more so in that man state, in that, you know, in, in yoga we call it uh, uh, Shiva state, uh, you become. Uh, and that that's a powerful being. Yes. So now you're hitting on all cylinders. And, you know, again, but, you know, breaking it down beyond that or before stages of that, it just comes down to, you know, creating a practice of being patient, you know, and, and with the relationship of our, our self, you know, creating patience and uh, compassion and, and these types mm. of intricate things that we talk about a lot. But how do we train for this? How do we prepare or, you know, it's like no one who, who teaches us how to be patient with ourselves. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's yeah, no like one. Breaking, yeah, no one. So it's kind of like breaking those 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 deals down and just taking it step by step because the interesting thing what I realize is we we don't have the patience typically with ourselves we don't have the compassion typically with ourselves but we expect someone else to give us peace <laughs> I love that, Keith. Keith, I love that. That is so classic. Keith, hang in there. We're going to another quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the benefits specifically to men if they would get involved with a yoga practice. We'll get Keith Mitchell, former NFL linebacker, his opinion of that very question. 1-800-548-8255. David Essel in the box with you. More information on Keith Mitchell and all of our guests at TalkDavid.com. Stay there. Now that you know this is my life, I won't be told what's supposed to be right. Catching my breath, letting it go, turning my cheek for the sake of the show. Now that you know this is my life, I won't be told what's supposed to be right. You are tuned in. America's Positive Radio Talk Show, David Essel Alive, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, across these great United States, uh, XM246, streaming worldwide, talkdavid.com, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California, 1-800-548-8255. We've got Keith, Keith Mitchell first. I want to thank Keith so much for giving us the extra time. We had him on for 30 minutes, and I'm totally stretching our limits here with him. But I wanted to talk about yoga since it is his existence now. And Keith, former NFL linebacker, um, pro bowler, the list goes on and on about his accomplishments in football. The switch to yoga now, what are the, what would you say for all the men listening that think of yoga as something for um, less than masculine men, Keith? What, what do you think? What, what could you share with them with the benefits for the average guy could get out of taking yoga? Well, the interesting thing is, you know, as we aspire to, to, to grow, as we aspire to create change and, you know, create a fulfillment in our lives, um, you know, yoga is something that can allow you to, you know, acknowledge that healing aspect, acknowledge where you are, uh, to accept the situation, you know, and, and the, um, with the alcohol anonymous, uh, concept is first you have to come into acknowledgement that this is the situation. A lot of times we are not in acknowledgement of where we are. 
You know, we, mm. we say we want to create uh, more patience. We say we want to create a better understanding of love. Uh, yoga is something that can be a tool that can allow you to find yourself and find these places and actually see yourself in a sense of an evaluative, you know, uh, posture and see yourself grow and see yourself, you know, observe yourself, but not judging yourself. You know, it's right. so interesting. We've been conditioned to, like, you know, say this is good, this is bad. And a lot of times it's just, just being where we are and, and, and being okay with that. I think when we break down the intricate parts of saying, well, this, you know, we're not going to claim a good or a bad, then we don't limit ourselves to growth. Right. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally am with you. I, I look at, when I think of men and yoga, one of the things I think that could be so beneficial for more men to Keith, is the whole concept of lower back. You know, so many guys complain, uh, whether they exercise as they age or they don't exercise at the age, of, of lower back or neck or shoulder. Talk about the ability to release some of that tension and stress through yoga. Well, a lot of those postures, I mean, you know, for men who develop muscular statues, well, a lot of times to develop these muscular statues is, you know, built up a lot of scar tissue, which, is, which, are, which are trauma. Even if you're yes. a runner, the, the cutting, the pounding on the, on the joints and things like that, those are traumatic states. And depending on how we use our bodies, push our bodies, uh, listen to our bodies or not, uh, we accumulate all these types of traumas and they, they're built up into our, our body. And, you know, yoga, you know, like you were saying for the back, yoga can be a, a, a beneficial point to, like, elongate the joints you know, create blood flow, uh, oxygen to the body to allow yourself to heal, like I did uh, in my right. experience. Um, right. I've had level three herniations in my L4, L5. I've had, you know, I, you know, from my uh, traumas to my neck. I've, you know, I have my C2 to C4 all spurred, bone spurred together. You know, wow. and how do you live existing under that kind of circumstances of pain? I mean, those. I mean, that some of that becomes really. You know, so painful that you get headaches, and, and you know yeah. a lot of guys are suffering from headaches. And, and to be in that constant position of pain is good for no one. Yeah. So, but but at the same time, by allowing ourselves to stay there, uh, how does it affect our personalities? How does it affect our attitudes toward you know uh, discomfort? And, and, and then deal with our families. Then then deal with our girlfriends or wives and things like that. It, right. it all plays a part into your overall yeah. lifestyle is what I'm getting hey, at. Keith, you're so dead on. I don't know if you saw the recent article about the former QB, the former um, NFL quarterback, Brad Johnson. Okay. But, Keith, the guy can barely walk. He's not. He's he's got to be in his third, late thirties, forties. He can barely walk. They said he, when he grabs a football, he's grabbing it. It's like seventy or not seventy, thirty percent of the strength that he used to have in his hands. He wow. he he goes to his 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 kids like Sandlot football leagues or you know he's got little young kids and and like they they all run ahead of him and it takes him forever to get out of the car and onto the field like this guy is an absolute walking nightmare and he said that it, you know all of it is injuries from playing in the NFL right totally and I can I, I, go ahead. oh as to say I can only imagine if you worked with him what you could do with this guy. Totally. I mean, I had the opportunity to play against 
Brad Johnson. Um, and, you know, we're probably around the same age. And the thing yeah. about it is, you know, mentally how you can perceive yourself and how you can get in this funk of looking at yourself like, I'll never be able to be normal again. I'll never right. be able to be pain-free again. That plays, in the, that plays a crazy toll on the body. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah. So I can only imagine him, at, you know, at night and how he perceives his body. A lot of my teammates, you know, I've had several teammates pass away in early ages, you know, of, uh, for, for no reason. It's just, you know, health problems, overweight, yeah. things like that. It just didn't make any sense. But if we create a regiment, this is like what we're preparing to do, uh, create this regiment. I want to create an exit strategy program for, for the guys leaving the game and, and, and transitioning themselves into uh, a normality or, or, you know, normal yeah. society, if you will. Uh, yeah. Not only from a, a, a fitness standpoint, but also a nutritional standpoint uh, to actually allow the body to heal holistically instead of so much uh, medications and operations. Right. Now, the NFL is supporting your work, right? Yes, yes, because you know, like I said, we got this show coming up, so this is the start. I mean, you know, I've had really uh, amazing, uh, amazing people uh, help me. Uh, Marvin Dimoff, uh, you know, he was like uh, he's Dan Marino's agent, uh, uh, John Elway's agent, and you know, and there was a episode thirty thirty on ESPN that uh, during the draft, he was a big part of that whole ordeal that played not too long ago during the draft period. But you know, right. I've had really amazing uh people within the program within the uh the nfl to really reach out and, and and really support my work and what we're trying to do so i'm really excited about the opportunity just giving back you know giving back yeah to the league that's given so much to me right now keith we've got about a minute and a half left so this show you're doing when are you filming it where can people see it can you give us a little background well yeah it's going to be on the nfl network um, okay, and it will probably be airing the end of September, uh, and basically it's going to be about yoga, my story, meditation, and I'm going to have a couple athletes come in, participate, uh, and taking them through the regiment, uh, former and current players. Uh, so it should be kind of fun. It should be real yeah. fun. I, I'm really excited about the opportunity, and I have another show that's coming, but I can't speak so much about that because it's in the works. But the NFL Network is just something that we're We've got a date on it, and and it's going to go. And uh, that's great. And so that's what I can talk about. But that, I'll let you know. I'll reach out to you as well, yeah. and hopefully we'll be back on the show to talk about it. Oh heck! We're, listen, the minute you have anything more, Keith, you are welcome back on, and I'll have April book you. And and, and I'm just going to throw this out there: if you get a chance to contact Brad Johnson and to see if maybe he can't even be part of the show you're doing with the NFL. Keith, I think that'd be the coolest thing in the world. I think so as well. Thank you for mentioning it. Yeah, yeah, I really do. All right, listen, man, going to keep your schedule open because we want you back. We'll keep our schedule open, and as soon as we can, (laughs) we'll do this again, Keith. How does that sound? I love it. I love it, David. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Same here, Keith. You have a great day. You too. Bye. Okay, bye-bye now. 1-800-548-8255. Keith Mitchell. Go to Keith Mitchell, K. Mitchell, I should say, 59.com. Search him on the Internet, kmitchell59.com, kmitchell59.com. Hey, for guys, and I know women already have the, ha- the hands up. They already do. They have the hands up when it comes to things like yoga. Guys, 
I'm not kidding you. It is so beneficial. Take a yoga class a week. Take it twice a week. Get out there and try it just to increase flexibility, increase your breathing, oxygen to the body, decreasing everything from anxiety. Do you know Carl Lawton? i got to tell this story in the future. We've only got 30 seconds left. Carl Lawton, he's the executive director of Spin City and a bunch of other television shows from a number of years ago. A friend of mine, he lost all kinds of weight when he couldn't do it with a personal trainer. He did it through yoga. I'll tell that story on another show. Go to talkdavid.com. Don't forget to listen to all of our archives, talkdavid.com. Join our Life Coach Certification next weekend via Skype. Anywhere in the world, talkdavid.com. Be bold, be strong, be positive. I'm David Essel. See you next Saturday.